Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where an entitled Karen has an encounter with the world's most painful plant. Our next Reddit post is from Cheerio Dude number two. A bit of backstory, I'm mildly colorblind, protonopia, I think, and I've had this my whole life. I mostly struggle with telling the difference between pink and yellow, but there are more colors that I can't see. This all happened when the primary school of my younger brother, who was 11 at the time and not colorblind, was putting on a fair. My mother made me cut out some paper chains along with other people in the gym to prepare for the fair. More and more people left until I got to the point that it was just me, another kid, and an older gentleman in the back. And this kid was a professional at making paper chains. I was struggling to keep up. I was sitting closer to the piles of paper than he was, and when the kid ran out of paper, he kindly asked me to pass some of the yellow paper. I pulled some pink paper out of the pile, thinking it was yellow, and he looked at me confused. So I responded with, wait, is this pink or yellow? And he responded pink and led me to the yellow paper. I apologized and told him that I was colorblind, and he started to ask questions out of curiosity, such as, do you see red, or what color is that? Then enters Entitled Mother. The entitled mother in this case was this kid's mother and had entered the gym looking for the kid's father and overheard us talking about my colorblindness. The entitled mother first said, Son, sweetie, please keep your distance. I don't want you to become colorblind as well. Me, being utterly confused, replied with, Excuse me, you can't catch colorblindness from another person. The entitled mother then proceeded to give me rude looks and then walked out of the gym with her son in tow. I'd say about five minutes later, she returned with the head of the department and said, Yep, he's the one. The head then approached me and said, Are you the one causing disturbance down here? Um, no. What do you mean? This woman thinks that my colorblindness is contagious and that I'm going to give it to her son. The head, of course, didn't believe me, with me being a 14-year-old at the time who loved to slack off a lot. My mother overheard the conversation and walked over to start defend me until the entitled mother yelled, Colorblindness is contagious, and you're going to give it to everyone here if you don't leave. Me and my mom looked at this entitled mother, utterly shocked, and then the head said, All right, Mrs. Entitled Mother, and you, OP, I'm going to ask you both to leave as you're both making a disturbance here. The head then approached me and said, Are you the one causing the disturbance down here? There is no disturbance here, Miss Head. This Entitled Mother is the only one harassing anybody here, before sitting back down again. Having heard his side, the head banned the entitled mother from the school fair. Don't worry about the kid, though. He got to go with his dad. I saw the entitled mother drive out of the school, and I haven't seen her since. Also, as it turns out, the old gentleman was the school's former headmaster. Whenever you come across an entitled parent, you always expect a certain degree of stupidity, but this lady takes it to another level. Our next Reddit post is from Simple Monkey. I was out at my local mountain bike trail center yesterday. It was a nice, dry Sunday with lots of families out. There's a run of maybe about 30 meters consisting of four or five berms, which are tight turns with high banks and then a jump. It's a really good jump for practicing on, so I'm doing little loops here. There's a woman standing on top of the first berm, about 30 meters away from the first jump. This is mildly important information. Taking pictures and not actually watching the mountain bikes coming towards her. This is a super dangerous place to be. If someone comes in wide on the berm or slides over the crest, they're taking her down with them. She's not technically in my way though, so I just kind of think, you're a funeral and get on with my riding. I do a few loops on this little stretch, and then after maybe four loops, there's a toddler, basically as young as I've ever seen someone ride a bike without trading wheels, whatever age that is, and maybe six years old, just kind of frolicking on top of the jump. I yell, move out of the way a few times, but they don't. 
I swerve off the trail, come to a stop, double back, and tell them, in a tone that I would describe as very stern but not scolding, that hanging out but not moving in the middle of a high-speed mountain bike trail is not only dangerous for me, but extremely dangerous for themselves. At this point, Berm Lady is jogging over, screaming. I don't mean yelling, but screaming. Do not talk to my children like that! So I tell her, or attempt to, she's just repeating her screaming at me at this point, that I wouldn't have to talk to her children if she had been keeping them safe, or had taught them how to stay safe in what is an inherently dangerous environment. At this point she says, I'll knock you flat. At which point I tell her that I'll defend myself if she attempts to touch me or my bicycle in any way. She then plays the victim and says, I can't believe that you'd hit a woman. I say, I can't believe that you'd threaten me. For reasons that I still don't really understand, because at this point, I began again trying to explain how dangerous her kid's behavior was, not just for me, but for themselves. But she just keeps shouting, Who do you think you are? I say, My name is OP, but she cuts me off with, I don't care who you are. So I asked her, Then why the F do you keep asking? She then demanded that I apologize to her daughter for swearing, and I told her that she'd lost the right to ask me to do anything and expect me to accommodate when she threatened me. She repeats her demands, and over her non-stop screaming, I attempt to tell her that I promise that hearing me say the F word is a lot less dangerous to her toddler than being mowed down by a mountain bike. I swear to God, there's something about having kids who aren't old enough to resent their parents that turns people into little bloody psychos. And down in the comments, we have a similar story from Ali Song. My husband and I were walking in a national park on a marked trail. There were warning signs at the beginning because there's a tree in that area that stings people and the pain can last years. My dad went to university to be a ranger, so I was teaching my husband about them. That's why we were there. This family comes along and the young kids are picking things up off the ground. I try to explain to them that they need to be really careful because the toxins in the plant can sting you a hundred years later. The mom got really cranky at me, telling me to mind my own business. She can take care of her own family. She wouldn't listen to me and was very rude, so I said to her husband that when they get stung, call an ambulance and use tape to remove the needles, wear fishing gloves, and don't give them any anti-inflammatories. She told us to F off. My husband and I got back to our car, and we could hear a woman screaming in agony. It didn't sound like a kid, so we didn't go back. I wonder what happened to her. You try to do nice things and help people out, but sometimes they would rather learn the hard way. I've heard about this plant before. It's called the Gimpy Gimpy plant, and from the stories that I've heard online, it's like one of the most painful things in the world. I heard there was a story once of a guy who accidentally used this plant as toilet paper while he was out hiking, and the pain was so bad that he killed himself. I'm not kidding. The plant is called the suicide plant because it's known to cause people and animals to kill themselves. And to make matters worse, the toxins are silicon-based, which the human body can't break down. So once the toxins are in the system, they can last for years and years. So suffice to say that Karen's going to be feeling that one for a while. Our next Reddit post is from Zenthros. My brother's wedding was two years ago, but this still pisses me off every time it comes to mind. My grandmother is rather histrionic. If she isn't the center of attention, she will make herself the center of attention. So it was my brother's wedding and I was his best man. I have a tiny car and I needed to be at the wedding venue early and my grandma was going to be picked up by my parents later. She wasn't anywhere near ready and I needed to leave, so I assumed all was well by that point. We set everything up at the venue and took photos and got ready for the ceremony and finally my parents arrived with my grandma in tow. 
She was already pissed and causing a scene because I had apparently abandoned her when I left for the venue. We managed to calm her down, but I could see that my brother was already getting disappointed with the situation. He just wanted everything to go right, and he's too nice to say anything to our grandma. Things went okay for a while, until we were seating her in the chapel and she wasn't getting to sit with my mom and dad at the very front where the parents of the bride and groom had the place of honor. Once more she made a big scene until she was moved to the front next to my parents. My brother was red with embarrassment, as everyone from both families had pretty much filled into the chapel. Once more, things calmed back down when she had her way. The last straw was at the reception. Everyone was eating and having a good time. I was going around checking on the tables to make sure everything was going well and people were being taken care of, and then I get to my grandma's table. I don't remember exactly what you said because it was like two years ago, but it was something like, Why is this taking so long? If they aren't going to get the reception moving along, I need you to take me home. I replied with something like, I still have to give the best man speech in a while, and aren't you going to be asking mom and dad to take you back? Then she said those words. She said this to me basically any time I said something that she disagreed with, and it basically instantly triggers me. Don't you get smart with me, you little turd. I saw red, and I said something to get her to come outside the venue, then I got vicious. I didn't yell because I didn't want to draw attention to the situation, but anyone within line of sight would easily know that I was effing pissed. I told her something along the lines of, You need to sit down and shut the F up. This is my brother's wedding. He still believes that you're this amazing person that he wants in his life, but I've seen through to the vile B-word that you are for years now. You mistreat and abuse my mom, and you're trying to do the same stuff to my brother now. Your BS will never fly with me. I know what you are. And if you don't get back in there and pretend that you're having a great time, you will have nothing to do with my life. She got all pissy and said, How dare you talk to your elders like that? I handed her the keys to my car and told her that she could leave if she absolutely couldn't stand the reception. But if she did, she would never be invited to be a part of anything in my life. Not my wedding, not my graduation, not even to see any grandchildren I may have in the future. You'll be lucky if you see me again before you die. Apparently, she either didn't care or thought that I was bluffing because she left. I haven't seen her since, which is my choice, and she complains to my mom that I don't talk to her. I specifically sent her what looked like an invitation that told her that she wasn't invited to my wedding. Then, she wasn't invited to my graduation, and after learning about the racist comments she made about me, I'm a Caucasian, and my Asian wife, and how it was good that we hadn't had any children yet because the world doesn't need any more Asian babies. I effing hate her guts. I'd like to say some part of me still loves her, but after everything, I can't stand even the thought of her. If there was any chance that I could forgive her for how she tried to ruin my brother's wedding, her racist BS pretty much solidified my determination that she would never meet her grandchildren and that I'm not even sure I'd be willing to visit her on her deathbed. I don't know if I overreacted or if I'm a bad person for responding like this, but I watched for 18 years as she emotionally abused my mom over and over again, and my dad by proxy. She had always doted on me and my brother, but when she acted like that at my brother's wedding, all of that came boiling to the surface and I tore into her. Our next Reddit post is from Lucky Gemini. In the mood of spooky season, I bought a t-shirt from a very risque and souvenir shop that says, Let's Summon Demons. And the shirt shows all these kids trying to summon a demon with one of their friends laying on a pentagram. It's too dark for some people, I get it, but it's Halloween season, so I didn't care. I just moved to this area, and whenever I wear something that's too exposing or risque, I get stared down. 
I'm a pretty big girl, so normally they just look in disgust but go back to what they were doing, but not yesterday. My fiancé and I were in the mall near my new apartment. I was wearing my shirt while my fiancé was wearing his usual polo and jeans. As we're in the mall, I get my fair share of what the F is she wearing looks from employees. I wanted to go to a well-known body wash place to buy some hand soap. My fiancé knows how long I would possibly take, so he left to go to a game shop. As I'm looking, I see maybe four people come into the empty store, a mom and a daughter and two older women, which I assume to be an aunt and grandmother. The daughter's about 17 years old. She runs directly to the body wash set behind me on the display table. I find my soap, put it in the bag, and walk towards the other side of the store. Then I hear, excuse me. I look behind me and it's a daughter. Oh, my bad, you don't work here. I thought you were stocking the store. Yeah, sorry, no, I don't work here, but since I love this store, I can probably help you. She then asked me for a certain scent, and since I could see it from where I was standing, I showed it to her. She looked at my shirt and started asking me where she could buy one. I gave her all the details and even told her where the store was in the mall. She starts laughing about how I must know the mall very well. I guess her mom heard her talking and walked towards us. Come on, dear, I found your scent. The entitled mother grabs her daughter's arm. Wait, mom, look at her shirt. I really want one. It's so cool. I smile and look at the mom as she reads my shirt, and her face starts to turn into a look of disgust. Like if she had just seen roadkill splatter on her windshield. It was very awkward. She didn't even try to hide it. No, you don't need a Satan-worshipping shirt. She grabbed her daughter who pulled back. No, mom, I'm talking here. I just stand there confused. Listen, I know that it's Halloween, but my sweet baby doesn't need to see this Satan-worshipping BS when we go to the mall. What is wrong with you? Are you possessed? Listen, I don't care if you like it. And girl, if you want the shirt, you can afford it without your mom being in the way. And I start to walk away. The entitled mother starts to follow me around the entire store calling me a Satanist, an N-word, I'm black, and saying how my kind shouldn't be welcomed at my college. I go to a well-known private Catholic university nearby, and she knows this because my keychain is hanging out of my pocket that says the school. She starts yelling and asking for my name so she could call the school. As a black woman in this already racist city, I literally tried my best to finish my shopping and to leave, but none of the workers helped me. I checked out with her still behind me yelling. I get done, and she yells that I'm stealing and that the police need to be called. Luckily, the workers didn't do that. She continued to block me from leaving the store. She grabbed me by my arm, trying to drag me back into the store, and I slapped her in the face. The entitled mother starts crying, and her daughter grabs her, and she looks at me with the most apologetic look. My fiancé was standing outside the door, thank God, grabbed my hand, and rushed me to the food court to get me to calm down. I thought that was the end, but nope. The entitled mother literally must have called store security, and they were looking for me around the mall. They eventually found me. Security searches my bags and looks at the receipts, then asks me about why I smacked her. I told them that I can explain everything, but the entitled mother is yelling at the other security guards, saying, don't let that inward get away with putting her hands on me. To sum up the rest, basically, I got set free. The entitled mother was let go, without security calling the police or letting me figure out who she was because I wanted to press charges. I can't believe all this happened over a shirt. I'm really pissed off about the whole thing. My fiancé has been calming me down. My university takes things like this very seriously. They're currently doing an investigation of their own to find out who the lady was and why the mall didn't do anything to really help me. OP, you bought that shirt as a joke, but it looked like it did actually summon a demon. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, then be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.